Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Chanel, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. This Sunday, we will be live watching the, we're going to have a party for the Superb Owl over yeah. there. Uh, something about a big game is happening on Sunday. Correct. And uh, we're going to have a little watch party. Uh, watch along with us. Uh, we haven't even asked. Is the enforcer going to be there? Do we even know? Uh, I don't know. He might, he might be in chat right now. We're gonna we're gonna finally celebrate reaching a thousand subs. Whenever he did it, like a month ago, by uh, ingesting some uh, some peanuts that are uh, that are pretty hot, death nuts they're called. Um, and so we'll be doing that, seeing who can take the heat, watching some superb owl, and uh, hopefully have a good time with everybody. That's right. That's happening this Sunday. Uh, the the, the uh, kickoff usually like quarter after three Pacific, so three fifteen. Trying to come up with a more clever name of saying kickoff, but uh, 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 the 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 first boot. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The first boot. It's around three, right? Three thirty. Yeah, like three fifteen, like three eighteen. I think. Is yeah, it's weird. It's always weird. It's like three eighteen or something. Like yeah. That. Uh, all right. So that's out of the way. AEW beach break. Uh, oh, oh. So Enforcer did. He did clarify he's going to be there for the uh, party, the superb owl. Uh, and I'm also going to ask him to cover me for raw there on Monday because it's Bama's birthday. Um, if he can't do it, then I'll just make the intern do it. So anyways, uh, beach break. Holy yeah. crap. That's let's finished. Talk Kenta. Let's talk. Yeah, Kenta. Let's, let's, let's talk. talk Kenta. Kenta. This is something that uh, we've talked about happening for about two months now. Uh-huh. Um, thought it maybe it might even happen as far back as winter is coming potentially uh, as a way to cover uh, uh, Mox taking that L to Kenny in the title match didn't happen. Then instead we got the Don Callis storyline that Kenny going to impact, which has all been great so far, but now Kenta showed up in AEW night attack Mox after the main event, um, wearing his bullet club shirt. Uh, not much of an interaction with Kenny on the show. They did a thing backstage or in the parking lot. They posted on Twitter. You should definitely watch it where Kenny's like, hey, Brother Kenta, uh, uh, Brother Switchblade didn't tell me you were coming over here. Uh, you know, how's it going, friend? Okay, says, I want to play Kenta. I want to play Kenta. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck you. You're not my brother. Yeah. <laughs> and they basically I, came here to, I came here to beat up John Moxley. That's yeah. all he says when he leaves. <laughs> he and said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, Kenny. And then Kenny. Let, let me ask you something, Larson. Let me ask you something. If you go up to a dude 
Yeah. And you're like, hey, brother, how's it going? Too sweet me. And he just laughs at you. And then he says, hey, shut the fuck up. And then he walks out on you. Would you then get in your head that, man, I should really partner up with that guy next week and have a match with him? If I think think he can do something for me, then yes. You don't take that kind of stuff personally if you think that person can help you in your larger goals. Kenny wants John Moxley beat up. So if they have a match at a revolution, Mox is softened up. That's what he wants. Yeah, man. He's not worried about having his feelings hurt by Kenta. Mm -hmm. He wants Kenta to hurt Mox. I would not be surprised to see Kenny Omega show up on uh, New Japan's uh, the uh, New Beginning in the USA during that U.S. title match and screw John Moxley. Ooh, that could be. Not There's be all sorts of stuff going on, man. I watched. Uh, now I got. I did it, man. I, I pulled the trigger. I watched uh, that episode of Strong, so I'm watching Strong now. I really like Strong. I mean, it's straight mm. up just their version of NXT. And I think yeah. your supposition that the U.S. title is going to be their strong main title, it's totally, that totally seems like it's going to be the case. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun, man. Leo Rush is there. TJP mm-hmm. is there. Uh, uh, was it Darren Young is there? Mm-hmm. Um, they got a bunch. And then you get all these great young lions. Uh, yeah. You get to see what's going on and there. Carl Fredericks hurt, I think. Has he, has he been on? Was he on the episode you watched? I thought he was. I thought he was hurt or something. I think he was on like a little. They did like a little skit in their apartment. Okay, uh, he's really Clark, good. Clark Connors wrestle. Clark Connors is really good. Um, so uh, so yeah, Share it's fun. Driving me crazy. Too. And then uh, what was his name? The Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson, yeah. was on an episode too. Yeah, and he's dude. He's awesome. He's well, Brody terrific. King. Brody King wrestles. Brody King is amazing. Yeah, he's great. He and, was on uh, the episode I saw, but he's great. So. So yeah, well, I've been checking out that. I tried to Anyways. watch Ring of Honor today, uh, so I tried to do that. All right, so, very well. Let's talk. Let's talk Kenta. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk great stuff. Kenta. Um, yeah. So Kenta showing up in AEW. Kenta's great. Uh, so February twenty sixth. That's in about three weeks' time. His match against Mox for that U.S. title. I mean, I would, I would be shocked beyond belief if Mox walked out still champion. Uh, Kent is going to get that belt. Is Kenny going to help him? What does that mean for uh, a Bullet Club? Like we talked about this bit before we got started, is that uh, uh, you know uh, ever since this whole thing kickstarted, where Kenny and the Good Brothers have pretty much called been calling themselves Bullet Club. It hard to kill. They're all wearing Bullet Club gear. <laughs> um, yeah, Kenny had the Halloween Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. On. That was hilarious. Um, so. You know, it gets your mind to, uh, uh, to spin in about the potentials of what they could do. Of course, we never got that blow off between uh, Tama Tonga, uh, uh, Tonga Loa, uh, and those guys against the elite. When the elite left, um, you know, were they were they going to tell a story of of them rebuilding those bridges and getting back together, finally finishing that storyline, or is it more a situation where Kenny is like, okay? There are goals I want to accomplish. Me recruiting the good brothers to be by my side, you know, get the band back together is going to help me accomplish those goals. But once those goals are completed, you know, I'll cast them off and not really worry about Bullet Club for Life stuff anymore. Um, You know, it remains to be seen which direction they take this story. If Bullet Club as as a group, as a totality, has even evolved beyond just Kenny trying to butter them up uh, to achieve his own ends and them telling him to fuck off. Who knows? 
Well, there's a couple things involved. Number one, there's the reality of the world that like it's difficult for them to go to and from Japan. So it seems like right now, I mean, I mentioned this before we started rolling, but I'm glad you bring this up here during the stream. Um, it seems like the reaction from Bullet Club proper in Japan has so far been, what the hell are these guys even doing? Jay White shows up. Uh, he returns uh, after saying, you know, I, I, I had self-doubt for about 10 minutes and I went away to see, uh, uh, you know, who I need to deal with. You know, Ishii had my number in the G1. Therefore, I'm coming after him. That's how that's where it all got started. And so I'm coming. That's why he attacked him. Um, and he said, you know, but I'm not back as if this is some cheesy Bullet Club reunion meant to sell T-shirts. So he's throwing shots at Kenny. Tama Tong has been throwing shots at Kenny this whole time. And what they're doing as a group right now is a lot different. I mean, if you take Dick Togo, you know, clowning it up over there yeah. in New Japan, generally yeah. speaking, what they're doing over there is a lot more serious than, yeah. you know, uh, Doc Gallo swinging his belt around like it's his, like it's his you know, dick. Um, yeah. And Kenny Omega acting like sort of, you know, a prima donna with his silly shirts and stuff like that. It's just a different thing. So, yeah. no, I think exactly what you're saying is right. I think Kenta has his goal. Uh, he's representing a certain thing. Uh, he wants nothing to do with Kenny. He'll take this match to soften up Mox to further his goals. It helps out Kenny and his goals, which is all just beat up John Moxley, mm -hmm. um, which is, of course, the Good Brothers, what they love to do as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, But no, it does make an interesting dynamic, and I do wonder if behind the scenes this might be you know, stepping a, a toe in the water, see what it feels like You know, for these two companies. It benefits everybody right now, maybe when... Uh, you know, the travel restrictions aren't as harsh and there can be a freer flow of talent. Maybe we will see something that we all want to see like Kenny and, and, and Kota Ibushi, um, you know, interact in the, a bit in more. In the Tokyo Dome, yeah, totally. At the DX, yeah, that's all we all want to see anyways. Totally. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, these are all, you know, great questions and it's it's doing nothing but good things, I think, for both mm -hmm. companies. You know, I know mm -hmm. I definitely pop when I saw Kenta and, and I saw Twitter explode too. So uh, so there was that. And then there was also some other news from uh, Japan tonight. We also got uh, the, the Japanese side, the, the bracket of the bracket uh, for the women's tournament. Yes. And uh, there were some interesting names there, uh, one of which really seemed to pop my Twitter feed, which was uh, Maki Ito. Mm -hmm. um, who just seems to be a star over there. And I'm really looking forward to this because there are some names that I recognize. There's some names that I don't. Yes. And uh, I've been trying to educate myself a bit more on this stuff by attending the Church of Joshi every Sunday morning, have my coffee. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this as well. This is one of the things that I really was looking forward to with AEW was they were looking to uh, Japan. They were looking to mm -hmm. uh, China for uh for stars that people hadn't heard of but they knew of that would be you know really impressive mm -hmm. um and uh and so this is the kind of thing that I'm looking forward to they were really weren't able to fulfill that promise much a lot mainly I think because of covid stuff mm -hmm. um and travel restrictions but I'm really looking forward to this dude yeah me too me too me too uh, otherwise, Dynamite as a whole, I, th I thought it was bookended by two really fun matches. Um, the Tag Team Battle Royal that kicked off the show was a lot of fun. Uh, the main event was outstanding. Uh, in between, some good stuff. The wedding segment, not that great. Uh, Britt versus Thunder Rosa was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Gave it a lot of time. Mm -hmm. uh, they hit some some story beats that that led things in some general direction. Actually, it's pretty much just the the Kip and Penelope wedding thing. It was just kind of it just kind of happened. Yeah, that yeah, that was kind of 
bunk. But uh, but I like the inner circle stuff. Uh, the Hangman Page stuff is sort of like whatever. But I understand that he's on a journey right now. Um, but uh, and then yeah, the Archer Kingston stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of good stuff. It was just I think the wedding thing was so hyped, and it was so silly. That and it was so like memorable that it, it made the episode seem like a bit more of a drag than it actually was because everything else is actually pretty darn good about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kicked off with that tag team battle royal. Uh, there was a lot going on here, so I'll let you take the reins, uh, Colin. Uh, how this match went down? Oh, so first off, you got a Sammy uh, ha- uh, Hager match chat question where he's cheering on Sammy Hager. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. So uh, gotta get that in there. So the young mm-hmm. bucks they get introduced last. They take out the field with a couple uh, dives off the stage. They go on a run to start. A huge hockey fight breaks out in the ring. Uh, then we get a, then the eliminations begin. Uh, Dante Martin, uh, one half of Top Flight, eliminated by Mark Quinn. And then Hager eliminates Reynolds, and Stu Grayson try, goes like I don't I don't understand the thought process because if he'd hit this, he would eliminate himself too. Stu Grayson goes for a sunset flip powerbomb on Hager. Hager blocks, so Grayson is hanging on to to Hager's thighs with his feet dangling in the air. Uh, he uh, gets back on the apron. Uno and Silver eliminate Hager, and then Matt Jackson is backdropped into the stage. He's out. Uh, Bowens is tossed out by Jericho and MJF. Luchasaurus drops them with clothes on. He goes on a massive run mm-hmm. uh, until uh, he choke slams Stu out of the ring. Stu's eliminated, and then Uno and Silver dump Luchasaurus out, and then uh, Uno hits some moves. MJF eliminates him. Uh, Darius Martin eliminates Mark Quinn in the middle of a private party trying to hit Silly String. Uh, Santana and Ortiz they just toss Silver out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Jackson eliminates uh, Santana and Ortiz, and then the mm-hmm. Good Brothers show up ringside. And Nick's like talking to him on the apron. Oh, so and distracted. It really is. And so uh, he's in the midst of doing a bit with Isaiah Cassidy. Good brothers, low bridge Cassidy out. Nick turns around. is like, what, what are you guys doing? Hmm. MJF dumps him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So the Young Bucks don't win. Therefore, they won't get to select their opponents. It was a great little bit with MJF and Jericho doing the Young Bucks pose, too. That was great. Yeah. Uh, MJF tosses Jungle Boy out. He and Sammy have a stare down. Uh, Max Caster gets in between them, starts hitting him with some shots. And he holds MJF for Sammy. Sammy looks for a super kick. MJF ducks. So instead, he super, dick, super kicks uh, Caster. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF pets Sammy on the face. And then Caster tosses MJF out. Uh, Darius Martin tosses out Caster. So the final three are Jericho, Sammy, Darius Martin. So Sammy and Jericho team up on Martin to start. He hits them both with DDT. Uh, Martin tries to toss Sammy. Sammy blocks it. Jericho looks to toss Martin, but instead he tosses Sammy out. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then in the end, uh, Jericho backdrops Martin onto the apron. Judas effect mm-hmm. to knock him off. He's eliminated Jericho and MJF. When they will get a title shot against the Young Bucks at Revolution. Sammy was none too happy about that. He just sort no. of walks off. And we get more of that later. After that, we get a Jade Cargill video. Just working out. Throwing some throwing some weights around, man. Yeah. Uh, after that, uh, Tony uh, brings uh, Darby. This is another clunker of a segment. You know, I feel like they need to mix up the presentation of these segments because they're all the same. They're literally the exact same thing. And they don't really advance much of anything. It's like, no. hey, Darby Sting, you're doing this. Team Taz shows up with the Tron. They're upset. Oh, just you wait till we get our hands on you. And then Sting will say something to try to punctuate some point. But it's just rinse and repeat from like two weeks ago 
Darby, he's he's a bystander here, man. That's what he is. I, I don't even think he had a word in because Tony brought Darby down. He didn't say anything because immediately he brings Sting down. And then uh, uh, Tony announces that Darby has Joey Janela next week in a title defense of the TNT title. And then we get Team Taz outside. And they're like, hey, no, they won't let us in they're because we wrecked a bunch of people last week. And uh, But next week, you know, we got that title defense. You got it. And we're going to be there. And then Starks gets on the mic, and for somebody who's really, really good on the mic, like really good, Ricky Starks is going to be a huge star. Mark yeah, my really words. He's really good on the mic. He's, he's really going good. to be huge. He was so awkward. It was like his parents were like having sex in front of him or something, man. It was weird. He was so awkward in this. It was and he weird. was like, he doesn't think Sting is the same guy he was in the past. He's not the icon, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then Sting, yeah, he says a bunch of, he just basically steals the show. I think he said something about it being showtime again. Um, so yeah, the, the, the segments are, are, are not, they need, to, they need to change up the dynamic of what's going on. Cause they're all presented the exact same way. You have Shivani in the ring. He introduces Sting. Cause they, I guess they want him to say it's Sting every week. I know. And, and Darby has and been like, again. he's, I know. And it's like, you would think that. You would think they would kind of understand that it's like, dude, we don't want, you know, like what Edge said today. I'm not comparing stuff, but it's just he made a good point. He said, I don't want to come here and be a greatest hits guy. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if Sting is there to be a greatest hits guy, but he had a lot of hits. You can mix it up a little bit week to week and have him do some different things. Yeah. Why not have Joker Sting one week? That's what I'm saying. You know, you know. Do the, do bring the out, red, white, bring and blue thing. Bring out the red uh, Wolfpack face paint maybe one week. Just get, just try it out again. Do something new. Be new. Let, after just that, let Darby talk. Yeah, I know. Uh, after that, there's really good Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa uh, video package to hype their match, which was next. And this match was good. It was physical. Uh, I, I thought it had the right amount of clumsiness to make it seem real. Um, uh, and uh, it, it seemed like they were intense, that it was a real fight. And I appreciated that. Yeah, dude, they got good chemistry in the ring. They let mm-hmm. them go for a while, and mm-hmm. uh, I thought this was—I thought this was really good. So we don't know, uh, like the matches that have been announced for Revolution. Like, I mean, I'm assuming these two might have a—I don't know. When well, they're like the same the side. Tournament of the, they're they're, okay. the, they're okay. the same side of the bracket. Okay, for the tournament. So, like, is the tournament happening like before or after it's Revolution? This, a and month and away? The, the promo they had it just said uh, coming this February, so this month. Oh, okay. So it's probably starting like next week or the week after that. Okay. Yeah, something like okay. that. Okay, but right. I, I so doubt it'll be completed by the time Revolution happens because it's sixteen women in it. So that's eight first round matches, four two. So that's what uh fifteen matches they got to have. Oh, okay. All right. And if they're gonna air them all on Dynamite, which I hope they do, that they're not um, going to. I really doubt. Probably they not. Do that they they um, how many did they? I think they just aired the finals of the. Of mm-hmm. the women's tag, so I mean, we'll probably mm-hmm. get some on dark. Um, I mean, they could, they could, theory if they have two matches on dynamite and two matches on dark, every dark and dynamite between now and then, you get the first round done in two weeks, mm-hmm. second round, uh, done in one week, and mm-hmm. then the, sem- the, the, the semis done in the week, and then the finals you could have maybe. So, in theory, they yeah. could, they could yeah. have it, but you know, the, the, the other issue is. For whoever wins the Japanese side of the bracket, they'll have to come over here and in quarantine for a couple of weeks before they have the finals. Is match, that in terms of quarantining here? 
Is that like something that we're doing still? Uh, it might be a state by state thing. I don't know. I mean, it's Florida, Florida, so baby. Florida. They could do whatever they want. <laughs> it's probably wise to do that, though. It would be wise. Uh, to do that. Yes. So, anyways, I'm sure this is not going to be the last we see Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. They've got really no. good chemistry, and this is going to continue. Yeah, very on because good we chemistry. had we had a shady finish here. Yeah, we did. Um, so a lot of great back and forth. Both of them working arms. Um, Britt softened up Thunder Rosa. Uh, for Lockjaw, and then Thunderosa soften up Brit's arm, so it makes it harder for her to put Lockjaw on. Um, towards the end, uh, uh, Thunderosa's got Brit in a submission move. Uh, the rest concerning concerning himself with that. Reba gets in, takes the turnbuckle cover off, and Thunderosa notices that. Let's go of the hold to get her out of the ring. Uh, Thunderosa then backs Brit into the exposed turnbuckle, and then runs to the opposite. Uh, corner charges Brit evades sends Thunderosa head first into the exposed turnbuckle then puts on lockjaw to get the win the commentary is really pushing the idea that Thunderosa has already, pa- already been knocked out from the shot the turnbuckle Doc Sams is in to check on Thunderosa while Brit and Reba take their leave mm-hmm. but a really fun hard-hitting match it was really good they, they yeah. were on the floor forever doing all sorts of stuff it was really fun yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, after that, we had an uh, earlier in the day, Matt Hardy recruiting Hangman Page for a tag match, and Hangman's like, "Dude, I don't want to. Sh- I don't want to sign your carny contract. I don't want to deal with you. I'm not going to be in another tag team. It's not going to happen." And eventually, Matt Hardy says, "No, come on, one time. He's okay, one time, fine, one time." So uh, we had that match next. It was uh, Hangman Page and Matt Hardy versus the Chaos Project, Doctor Luther and uh, Serpentico, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't get this, dude. If Matt Hardy, I know he's like a piece of crap and everything, kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. But even a piece of crap who's smart enough to to con private party into a contract, if he's trying to, re- he's already got them under contract. So him tagging himself in to get the glory of a match makes sense. You yeah. can't do anything about it. You're under contract. He's trying to get Hangman to sign something with him to join Matt him. Hardy just can't resist. He can't help himself. Just maybe, tags himself maybe, in maybe here we don't know end. this, but maybe in kayfabe, even tag matches, whoever actually scores the pin gets the the larger share of the the winner's purse. You know, could be, that could and be. So he is big money, Matt. Yeah, right. He needs to live up to that name, get the larger share of the winnings. Do you think he is so uh, uh, confident in his hucksterism, in his shysterism, in his ability to talk somebody? That he thinks, hey, I'm going to get the win here, and then I'm still going to be able to sweet talk this guy into one of my big money well, mat contracts. Well, look how Paige reacted. He was upset at first and was like, all right, I'll raise his hand. I'll, <laughs> I'll give him that moment. And then when Hardy tries to hug him, he's like, no, get away. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Paige is willing to give him the respect that of, of, of being Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. but that's the extent of it. All right, well, we'll see if that... Something tells me that's not the last we've seen of this. I, uh, I think that's the case. After that, we got the announcements for the American and Japanese sides of the women's mm-hmm. tournament. On the American side, we've got Serena Deeb, Britt Baker, Riho, uh, Ty Conti, uh, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. uh, Anna Jay, and Layla Hirsch. And on the Japanese side, we have uh, Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, uh, Vina, Emi Sakura, Riho, Mizunami, uh, Mi... Mesa Ruga. Mesa Ruga, thank you. Rin, Kadu, Kura, uh, Maki Ito. Uh, they are they are on the, the Japanese side of the bracket. I'm sorry if I messed up those names. Uh, after that, we had MJF and Jericho coming through with the cooler. They're ready to celebrate. They run into Marvez, who tries to interview them. They just 
basically disrespect him and keep on walking. Uh, they go into the inner circles room. Uh, everybody else is sort of there with, you know, hangdog looks. Uh, and, uh, and they're like, come on guys, it's a celebration. We're inner circle. We're all inner circle. We all, we all won. Sammy's kind of pissed. And, uh, he was like, what about us? Like we got eliminated, uh, the LAX, they got eliminated. And he's yeah. like, no, it's collateral damage, man. But we all win, you know? And he's like, why is it that we're always a collateral damage? And you always say that we're in this together, but I think you're just in this together. And then he leaves. Jericho goes to follow him to try to, you know, <clears throat> talk to him. MJF then has Wardlow kick the camera guy out of the room. And he says, listen, guys, I think it's time we have a talk. So, we'll see what yeah, that talk he, is he all said about. it with a, with a, in a very serious tone, too. It's oh, like, yeah. all right, guys, I think it's time we uh, talk. Time to unveil his grand plan. Yeah, maybe. Maybe after that, uh, Tony interviews Kip and Miro. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, Kip says Tony is lucky to get this interview. Mira says Chuck, uh, or Mira says, hey, I'm married. Kip's now going to be married soon. We're part of a club. Chuck, he's never had a girlfriend. And then Vicky Guerrero walks in. She says, it's time. The wedding, uh, the nuptials begin. You have a minister. No, the sinister minister, James Mitchell, as the officiant. Uh, it's apparently, that's his new his new thing. It's officiating wrestling weddings. Of course, he was he did the Impact wedding not that long ago. Uh, so Kip and Mero out to the ring first. Penelope next. She's being walked to the ring by Jerry Lynn. Mitchell begins the ceremony. Kip starts with his vows. Uh, Ford is next. Uh, she's about to pretty much say that that Kip is large in the front area. Kip interrupts, uh, says, "You don't, we don't need to talk about that." Uh, Mitchell says, "It's time to exchange the rings." Chuck's hands the ring to Miro. Miro then hands it to Mitchell. Uh, he does the the ring part of the ceremony. Favorite part though is when he said, "Kayfabe all others." You know, as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, this reminds me of an Impact wedding." That's why I'm yeah, thinking yeah. this right now. Yeah, it was pretty. I think he did. Did he do the? Uh, did he just do the impact wedding they had? The one with the uh, yeah, he did. He, he the, did uh, the Johnny yeah, Bravo, right? Yeah, Johnny okay. Bravo one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on Twitter that that he did that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anyways, he gets they they say their I do's, and he said he's about to get to the point where it's like you know, hey, before we move the wedding uh, forward, if anybody here feels that these two should not be 
wedded. And Miro interrupts, goes, no, 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 no. We're not asking that question. We're, that's enough of that. Let's move on. I've been here before. And in fact, yeah. he was wearing the same outfit that, that he wore at his raw wedding. Yeah. Yeah. When Roman told him, put that beef away. Put that beef away. Uh, so Mitchell says, let's close the deal. He pronounces them man and wife. Kip Penelope uh, start kissing. Miro says, it's time for a toast in Newlyweds. Uh, he tells Chuck to give champagne to everybody. He says, well, Chuck, you're working. I'm going to drink yours. And then he tells uh, Kip that he was he was there. He knows how it feels to get married. It's all about love. But what is love? And he says, I might have, I might not have given you the best bachelor party or given you a gift, but your present for you, my present for you is actually me, my power, my dominance. And then Miro <laughs> says, but what is that giant present over there? It's and bugging Chuck's the like, hell out of me. And it's like, Chuck's like, it's from me. Oh, it's from you. Miro charges it, basically shoulder tackles it, and starts beating the box up. It's an empty box. There's no one well, in there. He it's thinks like, there's somebody in there. Yeah, it's about the size of a person. Big enough for a person. So uh, Miro tells Chuck to go clean it up. Doesn't want to see more of his presence. So Miro's starting to re- resume his speech. Again, he says, what is love? The crowd starts singing that song. He joins in, and he tells him to stop it. Yeah, good kid. thing, man. At some point, you got to, you know, if you sing that too much, you have to start paying yep. some royalties. Uh, says time for cake. He tries to walk, but he notices that his foot has been cuffed to the rope. Uh-oh. He can't walk. Yeah. So then uh, Chuck gets in. He hits Kip. Kip falls into Penelope Ford. Penelope falls into the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kip's trying to get at Chuck. Uh, Chuck ducks. So Kip hits Miro. Miro is pissed off. Uh, eventually, though, Kip does start beating down Chuck. Orange Cassidy emerges from the cake. Uh, he uh, Chuck hits uh, Kip with uh, like a tin platter, and the Cassidy follows with beach break mm-hmm. to end the wedding. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was just silly. Yeah, it was just silly. It was too long, and it wasn't. I don't know. Nothing really interesting happened. Not really. There was no like big twist. I was hoping Miro was going to turn on somebody. I did. I did my the thing that I did appreciate though is that he gave him as his presence Miro's power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's viciousness. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny, but otherwise it was just sort of, I don't know, kind of silly. Like nobody got, look, I'm sorry, but just last month or two months ago, Impact had the exact same thing, but a guy got shot. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not going to go, bar. if you're not going to go to those lengths, why even do it? Uh, after that, we had a clip from inside the NBA where Shaquille O'Neal, uh, I guess at this point, officially, officially challenged Cody to a match. Mm-hmm. And uh, he demonstrated his new finisher, the Black Tornado, mm-hmm. which is a really, really devastating and actually devastating looking Judas effect. Yeah. He tested it out on a, a, a partition of uh, plexiglass. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him try and that then, one on Cupcake Cody. And then they announced the match was happening not March 7th at Revolution, but March 3rd on Dynamite. Oh, that's odd. Yeah, I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting too. Hmm. It's probably for the best. I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a silly ratings. It's a silly ratings thing, you know. I guess that that you just want to put that on on TV. Yeah, no, that makes I sense. Guess. You know, Shaq you know, is I a guess TNT maybe, star. Exactly. Maybe the the idea from a marketing standpoint is they have the match. You bring some casual fans, some people curious to see Shaq wrestle. To Dynamite on Wednesday, maybe they like what they see. Oh, by the way, we got a pay per view this Sunday. Join us there. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, after that, we had uh, Archer versus Kingston in a lumberjack match. This was a lot of fun. My favorite part 
is uh, towards the beginning when Archer kept on throwing Kingston out. At first, Kingston was like, no, I don't want to be out there. The second time he threw Kingston out into Lumberjacks, Kingston just attacks the Lumberjacks. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's a, sort of a new it twist. Was a, it was Austin Gunn, wasn't it? Or was it yeah, Billy? He he, no, he attacks Austin Gunn, but yeah. then he just launches into the other Lumberjacks and, and continues the fight. It yeah, was great. great. That resulted in a big in a big brawl, and then Archer did the whole flip tope thing oh, uh, uh, onto the whole crowd. Yeah, Archer has quickly become one of my favorites, dude. I love this guy. I think he's great. He is great. He is great. Uh, later on, uh, for some reason, Jake. We don't. We didn't really see what precipitated this, but Jake uh, uh, knocks out and Helico ringside. Uh, so Archer was on the outside, I think, at that point, and Archer Kingston, was in the ring. Archer was in the ring. I thought he got back in the ring. Gotcha. But he was, he had just gone out and Kingston instructed one of his lumberjack guys mm-hmm. to go attack. And, uh, and that's when Jake, I guess made the save. That's what I got from him. And then Archer was in the ring all of a sudden, but I, I'm pretty sure it was when he went out and then came back in. And, Cause Archer got like hit in the back by, I think he was running the, the rope something and Archer got hit in the back by the butcher. Yeah, I don't that. know. I thought that I saw him go out, and then that's when Kingston directed somebody. There was somebody like they got tossed in another ring so many times. The TV direction wasn't great on this. Particular no, it wasn't match either. Uh, Eddie hits an exploder. Archer kicks out at one. Blade brings a table into the ring, and then uh, a fellow by the name of Bear Bronson gets in there. And yeah. Oh yeah. Blade through the table, and then the other guy is Bear Country. Is there a tag na- uh, team name? The yeah, other man. His partner. Jerry, you uh, never heard of Bear Country before? Mm-mm. Neither. Are um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he sends Butcher out. Uh, Archer hits an Uranagi on Eddie. Gets a two. Uh, Eddie goes for a back fist. Archer blocks it. Eddie hits a uh, lariat and then goes up top. Uh, Archer clocks him. First tries for a choke slam. Eddie fends that off. Archer then hits blackout to get the win. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, after that, we had an FTR video. They're upset that they were not allowed to be in the uh, uh, Tag Team Battle Royal. Cash starts off saying, please tell me, Jack, please tell me. You didn't go run into the principal's office and tattle on us. Tully says, you know what? First on band, then we're handcuffed, then we're barred from the Tag Battle Royal. We just want a shot at the Tag Team titles. And Dax says, you know, Jack, we're not bad men. But, you know, we get to thinking to ourselves, what would bad men do in this situation? And in the, in the off screen, you hear a guy, mm, mm, and they kidnap the little kid, Marco Stunt. Uh, so the, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with him. That's terrifying. They kidnap. It the is guy. terrifying. It I mean, was. That's terrifying. not gonna get them in the good in the in the gooder graces of Tony Khan. No, doing not that. at all. I mean, Marco seemed terrified. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, he should be. Uh, after that, they announced some matches for next week. Uh, we get Darby versus Joey Janela for the TNT title. Joey had a promo. Uh, he says Darby. Uh, to, or says to Darby, hey, you and I have a history of mingling themselves and each other. Next week's stakes have been higher, never been higher. Uh, Joey's back, future TNT champ is going to be a bad, bad boy. Uh, also announced next week, the acclaimed versus Jericho and MJF. And then Cody and Lee Johnson will be taking on Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Oh, that's cool. Right on. Uh, and then we had our main event. He was one of the event. Lumberjacks tonight. He was one of them. He was dressed in a very nice suit as Lumberjack mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that uh, brings us to our main event. We had Mox Penta and Pack. Oh, versus, great match! Uh, the Bullet guys. Uh, and yeah, this is a uh, man. I thought, I, I thought this last month the Good Brothers have been doing some of their best work, probably since the they left New Japan. Yeah, they have been because they're like, oh wow, we get to that gun stun bit with the uh, with uh, Mox when Carl Anderson went after Mox with the gun stun, and then Mox dropped him with a gun stun. I was like, oh man, I love a gun stun. 
Yeah. It's I mean, it's a cutter. cutter. It's just a cutter. It's a cutter you run into. That's the only it's, real a, difference. it's a cutter that, you have, that has a really cool name, though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kenny and the Good Brothers came out to a tune that sounded familiar, but also yeah. you, you you heard you definitely heard Doc Gallows saying his own name. <laughs> yeah. Doing some other talking. I couldn't exactly hear everything he was saying, but I did hear him say his own name. Is this so is this a theme? Oh, maybe Chad knows. This is this a theme that is specific to the Good Brothers and Kenny? That's why they don't use deviled eggs. So at first I thought, oh, they gave Kenny a, a heel theme now. Cool. But then I heard uh, Gallows. Well, first it sounded kind of familiar. Then I heard uh, Gallows talking. I was like, oh, maybe this is their theme, or maybe something the Good Brothers have used. Because they all, all came I've, out together. Yeah. I don't know. And Impact, all I've heard is is the Devil Dig song. Yeah. Anyway, this match was a ton of fun. Yeah, dude. Any you know, I mean, anytime you get Phoenix Pack together in a match, uh, is just gonna be is gonna and Kenny yeah, and Kenny. It's gonna be a blast. But honestly, like Phoenix. I don't know, man. Phoenix might be my favorite wrestler right now. God, I can I could just watch him all day long. I don't know why my note said Penta. That's weird. There we go. <clears throat> well, I just fixed it on my notes, but all the notes that I sent out still says You're Penta. You confuse so. a lot of people who didn't watch the show and might not be watching the recap. <laughs> Wait a second. They're, they didn't watch the show. They're not going to watch the recap. But they still got like, your notes. It's kind of like, fuck them then. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what what do they care? This is Beach well, Break. Well, maybe, maybe Why are they like, not going to be watching it? Hold on. I mean, they read your notes like, oh, Penta wrestled. I really like Penta. I thought he was out. And they go and watch it as Phoenix is dead. They get something even better. They get Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix is really good. Yeah, I know. Phoenix is really good. So we'll skip ahead. There's a lot of good stuff here. We could spend 15 minutes talking about it. We'll skip ahead to what happened after the commercial break. So uh, Gallows is laying into Mox with some right hands. He looks for a power bomb. Mox sweeps his leg. He looks for a, a figure four. Carl Anderson in Carl to break Anderson. that up. Good brothers go for a magic killer. Mox escapes that. Low bridges Gallows out. Sidesteps Anderson, so he goes uh, crotch first into the corner. Uh, Kenny and Phoenix are in. Phoenix goes on a run, just taking out everybody. Takes out the good brothers. Uh, Kenny tries to power bomb. He escapes. Phoenix hits super kick. Sends Kenny into the corner. And then Pac is in there. He hits Kenny with a, a missile drop kick, and Phoenix and Pack take out the Good Brothers with mood salts uh, to the floor. Uh, and I had seen Phoenix do this before. So he goes to the top rope, does a moon salt, lands on his feet, and then rolls yeah. to a cutter on Kenny. That gets him a two. Uh, Phoenix does the the bit where he's walking on the ropes. Kenny kicks Phoenix, so he kind of is standing on the second rope, and then Kenny hits a snapdragon off the second rope. That looked nasty. Yeah. On Phoenix, Gallows in. He hits a boot on Phoenix, gets a two count. Pack tags himself in, hits Gallows with a bunch of kicks. Gallows responds with a boot of his own. Kenny is tagged in. He and the Good Brothers just go on a, a run, hitting a bunch of offense on Pack. Uh, they, they all send uh, the faces from the, the ring. Omega hits some stiff, nasty powerbomb on Pack, gets a two, follows that with a V trigger, looks for the one winged angel. Pack escapes that. Uh, and then uh, Mox, Phoenix are in. They start hitting Kenny with a bunch of moves. Uh, Pack hits him with a bridging German suplex for a two count. Mox backs in. He's looking for a sleeper. Uh, he releases to hit apron off or Anderson off the apron. Kenny goes for a snapdragon. Mox escapes that. Kenny hits a V trigger. Mox responds with the clothesline. Things break down. Huge fight happens. Phoenix basically hits go hits a suicide dive in the process. Almost like flies over the barricade. He's taking trying out to go through Carl Anderson. Point. He's yeah. trying to go through it at this point. Yeah, the velocity. Yeah, so yeah, then Kenny, Kenny hits a paradigm shift on Mox. Pack mm-hmm. hits a 450 on the pin attempt. 
mm-hmm. break that up. Anderson goes for a gun stun on Mox. Mox counters with his own gun stun. Uh, 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 and then Gallows and Anderson hit Magic Killer on Phoenix for three. So Bullet Club win. Uh, they beat up on Phoenix uh, and the others. Archer runs out to make the save. Uh, and then uh, Mox sort of crawling to Omega, and then Mox is uh, attacked by Kenta, uh, who puts him down with a GTS. Oh, fantastic. And uh, he's standing there, and Kenny's got a big smile on his face, and Kenta exits as Kenny enters and puts his foot on Mox and raises his hand, and he's all looking at Kenta, but Kenta's not looking at him at all. That's great. And then, of course, as we mentioned on AEW's Twitter account, they posted video. Of uh, of Kenta telling Kenny to shut the fuck up outside, uh, and Kenny turns to the camera and says, "Tony Khan, how about we book this match? Lights out, me and no Kenta, me and my new brother Kenta, <laughs> me and my new brother Kenta." It's so good, guy. Just told you to shut the fuck up and That's ran so away. So good. It's so good. My new brother Kenta against yeah Mox and Archer. So good for Archer. He's getting up yeah, there, man. back crawling his way back up to that scene. I love Archer. He's Heck great. Yeah, man. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah, let's answer some questions. Uh, Maxter of Puppets with the sub, thank you so much. Thank you very much. We got a, I got a question thread up here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, here we go, Gregory Fiella. Uh, well, I don't really agree with that. He says, other than the main event, was this the most lackluster, underwhelming episodes of AEW? No, I thought it was actually pretty the, cool. It's just the wedding bit was. I mean, the wedding slowed it down, but otherwise, other fine. than the sinister minister saying kayfaving all others, the wedding really there was not much redeeming from that. I like it more that you liked it so much. Uh, and Nicholas, I didn't really like it that much. If it was in, a, in the midst of a good segment, I would not even mention it. I thought it was so. I thought it was so. I I popped out. I I thought it was funnier that uh that Miro said my present is my power. Your present is my power. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Price with Kenta showing up on Dynamite. Who else from New Japan would you like to see show up? Conceivably, um, you know, we, we just have, it would be New Japan talent that lives in the states because that's kind of the situation we're in. Um, anybody who lives in Japan probably isn't going to happen given Japan uh, New Japan's schedule. I mean, um, it'd be cool to see Rocky Romero because he's obviously, yeah. you know, and I heard, good brothers I, crew. I heard, I think someone in chat said, so I don't know if it's true that Jay White lives in the States. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. Can he mention him in that backstage thing? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I don't know if he still lives in the States or not. I mean, you know, he his excursion was in Ring of Honor. Unless, unless it's to just check the shit out of Kenny. I don't know that I want Switchblade in AEW. Um, I mean, yeah. look, I, I I wouldn't mind him if the purpose is to check the shit out of Kenny. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, but he's doing something very given the history. Given Japan. the history, the two of them have. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Oregon Grinder says, uh, "Evil Uno challenge Lij on Twitter." He did. That was pretty great. Ah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Dog Thority figure number one. Who will be the first AEW wrestler to have held the AEW, TNT, and tag titles? I mean, at this point, you got to say Kenny. He's got two of the three. Yeah. 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 It's Kenny. Totally Kenny. And number two, he's got another question. Power rank, who's got the best chops in AEW? Uh, Eddie Kingston. Mm Mm-hmm. Kenny. Doesn't, doesn't Pac have really powerful chops? I think he's got a decent chop. I think Pac's got a good chop. I feel like it's 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 Eddie and Kenny. 
Kenny's low key is, is a good chopper. He's got yeah, large Kenny hands. is a really yeah, Kenny is He's a really large good chopper. Hands. It's probably Kenny, but it's kind of interesting now that this question comes up. They're not really known as a company big on big chops, you know. Like they don't Eddie, have any Eddie, of the big choppers. Eddie's a good chopper. Eddie's a decent who's, chopper. Uh, it was Kenny's chest, I think. No, it was whose chest did he tear up? He, he tore up somebody's. It wasn't Kenny. It was somebody else's chest that he tore up with the chops. The mo- was it, mo- it was Mox. Might have been Probably Mox. Mox. Might have been Mox. Uh, ha ha Jackson to the friendo that gave me the two sweet in Rhinelander, Wisconsin today. Hello. And you left some bits. Thank Hello, you, friendo. We'll pass those bits along. Uh, let's see here. Uh... Uh, Angel Uriel, 1530 of the sub. Thank you very much. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, about a power rank inside the NBA videos for people who don't like basketball. Uh, all you got to do is watch uh, Shackton. Uh-huh. Watch Shackton around. Uh, where he just looks at uh, all the all the the JaVale McGee's in the world, the Lance Stevensons in the world, yeah, and clowns them. It's great. Yeah. Or when they ask Chuck, what player, what team does this player play for? <laughs> and then Chuck, like it's all current NBA guys, and he doesn't know any of them. Oh my oh, gosh! Uh, Isolationville, uh, Tomatonga on Twitter said this: Hey Kenta, while you're at it, slap up Kenny Oshega. Middle-aged Bucks, Festus, and the other smallest Festus. And again, no need to thank us. Hashtag Bullet Club. Tomatonga loves all this stuff. Oh, he loves it. Loves yeah. it. Socks 819 sub. Thank you so much. d Hay says, do you think AEW, New Japan, and Impact can form a conglomerate to take on WWE? And would this force WWE to finally start having better stories to compete? No. No. It force WWE to do anything. They're not going to force WWE. They're like no. a trillion million dollar company. They're not going to be forced to do anything. No, the they only thing they'll force WWE to do anything different is they start losing money and they decide a huge deal with NBC to put their pay-per-views on Peacock. They're yeah. not changing anything. They're not doing nothing. They don't they need bigger stars. Anything. They don't need better stories. <laughs> they got because, all the money. Because the only, yeah, exactly. The only item that matters to them probably, or most of all, money is through the roof right now. In their minds are like, oh, we're doing everything right. Let's see what their market cap is right now. Let's 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 see what the story of their market cap is. Let's see. Their market cap is four point three billion dollars. Yeah, I think not that's down anything. from four point four billion though, Larson. <laughs> but they're still fluid situation, man. Fluid situation. Four point three 
billion. It's a lot of money. Patrick Oliva, perfect timing with New Japan announcement coming tomorrow at 10 a.m., most likely U.S. TV deal. Yeah. Ooh, who are they doing a deal with, Larson? I don't know. Where would are you going to see the latest episode of Strong? Wouldn't it be something else if they did, if TNT, TNT got New Japan and then whatever AEW's second or third hour is, that's like the Saturday afternoon wrestling block on TNT or TBS? Oh, be great. We'll be live every Saturday night. Unsolved Mysteries, AEW, New Japan, Strong. Uh, Dr. Funder with subs says, when are we getting Ray Phoenix versus Darby Allen for the TNT title? I think that would be a great match. That would be a great match. Ed Fry, it's just awesome to see that the wedding was their shoot wedding. Yeah, I saw that earlier today, that that was actually their wedding. Man, if they're just that's a hell of a memory right there, man. You yeah, know? you know, maybe once the, the, the pandemic you know, winds down, comes to an end. They'll have the, a reception and make it more like traditional wedding type thing. You know, I I will bet you money hand over fist. The backstage, they had something. Tony Khan probably hooked up oh, something probably. super elaborate for them. Yeah. I don't know. If they'd have family there. I don't know. Maybe this was enough for them. What's wrong with it this? Could be. No, why are you judging, why you judging their wedding now? I'm not judging their wedding. Oh, that I'm was a not. beautiful wedding. <laughs> it was lovely. Um, but to have family, you know. Uh, yeah, be I'm there sure and all that. Do. I'm sure they'll probably do something. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Juarez, how many ways are Darby and Janela going to find unique ways to die next week? Yeah, this could be pretty brutal. Man, I know. Like, I don't think people are really, yeah, Darby and uh, Joey Janela together. Maggie asks three things or feuds you'd rather see Miro doing instead of the best man shtick. Um,. As long as it leads to him destroying Kip and, and going on a massive run, then I'm fine with whatever he's doing now. Because there's so many, like, the only other, here's the thing. Soccer player gimmick. He you loves be a FIFA. Soccer player. All right. So he comes in, he's got a soccer kit going on. He's coming out, he's dribbling the ball. He's dribbling the ball, but he's not, like, really good at it. Like, he's okay. It's like me dribbling a basketball. I'm, like, decent. He tries, to do, the, he tries to do the heel kick from behind I know his Stan leg. Van Gundy. Yeah, exactly. Well, who is, honestly? <laughs> you got Kyrie Irving and then Stan Van, the two best handles in the world. <laughs> Doris Burke. Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, she had a clipboard in one hand, dribble in the other hand, doing, like, behind-the-back stuff. Crazy crazy stevens J. you think when darby gets older his dad sting will let him paint all of his face yes yes <laughs> uh king slater how the hell did joey get a title match he's not been wrestling solo matches on aew in ages you know why it's because they saw him do commentary at fight forever yeah yeah and they're very impressed by that they're like oh man that's right we have joey janelle under contract here could be could be Maybe Darby says, I want to have a match with Joey Janela. Maybe that works. That could be. That could be, hey, Tony, I want to wrestle Joey. I'm tired of doing this sting thing because I never get to talk. I'm tired of standing in the ring and being interrupted by Team Taz. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Maxter of Puppets, any chance Bullet Club is going to be as big as it used to be? Uh, not right now. No, probably not. But I don't know what like their, I don't know what their merch sells like. And although I guess that ever since Kenny and the, they started doing this stuff for the first time, into according to Nick Jackson, I think according to mm -hmm. like the first time in two years, Bullet Club shirts were like number one sellers. Again yeah, I saw at that Pro too. Wrestling tees. 
But I mean, it's hard to capture that magic again. They were in hot oh, topic. Yeah. They were in hot topic. It's hard to capture that again. But that's not to say that they can't do more interesting stuff definitely, in New definitely. Japan than what they were doing during that time. Uh, I'm just trying to do something because before I started getting before I started beginning before I started getting repetitive, I was really interested in the Cody aspect of the Darby Allen Sting Alliance. Me too. I wonder what Cody's take on this whole Bullet Club thing is going to be. He's so like away from it all. Yeah, he is. He's probably like, I did. I got to try to get away from Impact. I tried to go away from New Japan. And they bring me back in. They bring me back in. Uh, Hellbringer Johnny, when I saw Miro punching Chuck's gift at the wedding, I was kind of hoping Chuck would go outside of the ring and hold up the broken wood pieces and say in a crying manner, this was an arcade. I know. Funny. I thought that was going to be the thing, too. I thought he was going to have fixed uh, Fred or whatever they called that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was going to be the thing. That would have been a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, flats, Mox, and Omega in some stipulation or blood and guts match main event revolution. Yeah, it'll be something. It'll be something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Diehard okay. Homer. So, mm. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Mikey Ruckus said on Twitter that it is essentially a new Bullet Club theme. So whatever Kenny and the, mm. and the Good Brothers came out to was a new song. Bo- I believe Mikey Ruckus does AEW's music. Bullet Club. Diehard Homer. Good. The Impact New Japan partnership circled back around to blood and guts. Everybody wants blood and guts, man. Why not? I'm telling you, that's done with. It's, they're never bringing back blood and guts. Oh, don't a, say never. It was a window of opportunity they had to make fun of a joke or to make fun of a thing that McMahon said, and that's done with. It's done with. They would have done it by now if they could or if they wanted to. Uh, one more question, then we're going to be done for the night. All right. Uh, John Elite says, isn't Kenta Moxley at New Beginning? It's at New Beginning in the USA, which is February mm-hmm. 26th. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find this. Die Hard Homer says, way to kill my dream, Steve. Sorry, Die Hard Homer. Listen, blood and guts is never going to happen. Not today. It'll happen at some point. Not tomorrow. Not ever. I'm telling you, it'll happen at some point. Because what are they going to do? Well, what's the big deal? They say, oh, we're going to do it at Blood and Guts. And everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, that thing that you were going to do that didn't happen because of COVID. That's not going to happen, especially not now. If there's a few that, that, that seems uh, appropriate for it, heck, yeah, they'll do it. I mean, I'm not saying they won't do something similar, but why would they call it Blood and Guts? I think that's, that's what they wanted to call the, the match. That's what yeah, they wanted to call the match. I know. I feel like they can call it something more relevant. Kaufman says, uh, but would they bring back gutting with sickles? Well, they right, never had that in the first place. Let's place a wager since you're so certain about this. In five years, by 2026, do you think blood uh-huh. and guts will have happened? Yeah. I'll bet you $100. Okay. It won't happen between now okay. and 2026. All right. All right. All right. And if it happens next year, I'll have to pay you $100. Well, it happens in, in, within the next five years, they'll pay me $100. Yeah, I know. All right. I'm good with that. Hundred dollars. All right. Good. Good. I'll let go of a hundred dollars. You can buy yourself a new pair of shoes. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Hopefully, you'll join us tomorrow at noon, three Eastern, for our NXT recap. Oh, that's Thanks, right. Everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. <laughs> On this day, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade 
live power rank, vintage 10 for the wins, and ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.